Good morning, everyone. Today's podcast is going to be a little bit different. We're not going to cover a specific training area, but I want to talk about training and some other things that are on my mind this morning as we sit around and enjoy our morning coffee and just have a general conversation. Give me a minute, let me fill my coffee cup up, and I'll be right back. So, one post I saw on Facebook this week kind of got me thinking and brought back a fearful conversation that me and my wife had. The post simply stated, how do you guys get all this long time away from your spouse in the woods to do this stuff? It reminded me of a conversation me and my wife had. She told me, she said, you know, as long as you're around, I know I'll be all right and can survive. But without you here, I would never make it. That hit hard. That statement shook me to my very foundation because it made me think, you know, here I am, the national trainer for USFF, and my wife said she couldn't survive without me. That's a scary thought, folks, for more reasons than one. Why am I talking about this? I'm trying to point out the importance of spreading the information to everybody we know. You know, yes, I agree, nobody can know everything, and we do have to depend on each other's knowledge to an extent, but all of us should know the basics, how to get water, how to build a shelter, how to get food. You know, some things we've got to be able to do on our own. Now, I know what many of you are going to say, well, my spouse or my family they all think I'm crazy for this prepping stuff, this survival stuff. Here's the thing. They may think you're crazy, and that's okay. But you know what? There's still ways to show them skills without them even knowing you're showing them. Take the family camping. Take the grandkids camping. No, I'm not talking about RV camping. I mean, that's, that's not survival. It's high-class survival. You know, take them out in a tent. Show them how to build a fire. Show them things they need to do around the campsite to keep it safe. Get back to the basics. So let's talk about this survival part of a minute. Survival. That means surviving in any situation to me. Why do I bring this up? You know, I see some some questions and comments that that alarm me, you know, such as a good storage for a good long term storage for gasoline. You know, it's great that you stockpile gasoline and that you do want to know how to conserve it. But what are you gonna do when there's you can't get gasoline anymore? Do you have an alternative? What I'm trying to tell you is don't focus on one way of getting a resource. 
you got to know multiple ways. Then you are, you can truly survive any situation. So I mentioned gasoline. How many of you know a different alternative for running a gas engine? What about propane? Propane prices are going up. Do you have an alternative? There are alternatives. I asked a question yesterday if you could run a, a gasoline engine by burning wood. The answer is yes. You can run a gasoline engine by using regular yard waste and letting it decay. If you got a steel, there's another form of alcohol. Or a form of alcohol that another form of fuel to run a gasoline engine. You know, there's so many possibilities. And this is the big thing about being able to survive. You can buy all kind of equipment, all kind of supplies. But if you can't think outside of the box, you're going to be in trouble. Now, I want to discuss one of the alternatives that was mentioned to me yesterday, and that was running your car off of hydrogen. Well, that is very possible. You know, in a survival situation, the most likely way you're going to be able to get hydrogen is from water. That being said, you know, whether you want to use a hydrogen system would be dependent on your supply of water. Naturally, if you have a lower supply of water, then that's a no-go in my book. But if you have an endless supply of water, then by all means consider that. The thing about it is no matter what method you choose as an alternative, with the exception of buying yourself a steel and creating alcohol, all other means are going to require little modification. So you need to learn and think about these things and have the knowledge. And if you are really wanting to survive, go ahead and start doing what you need to do to prepare to use these systems. Example, I mentioned a, a wood gas generator to run it off. Yes, that's very viable, but you have to also keep in mind that the wood gas fuel coming out of the out of your generator has no oxygen in it, so you have to adapt to be able to allow oxygen in it. So these are some of the things you need to consider and think about and plan for if you really want to survive in any situation. All right, guys, it's about time to refill my coffee cup again, so I'm going to leave you with a few thoughts and get on with my day if you'd like to learn any about any of these type of alternative fuels that i've mentioned let us know by posting it on our facebook page our discord group reach out to us and we'll go over them with you and be happy to and remember sh share the knowledge with everyone even if they don't realize you're teaching them how to survive. You know, our future generations depend on knowing what we know now. So let's make it happen.